welcome to the CCFR Radio Podcast, your source for news, updates, and stories from the CCFR. Hey everybody, welcome to episode 122 of the CCFR Radio Podcast. I'm your host, Rod Giltaka. Thanks for joining me again. Today on the episode, we have so much news to cover, it's ridiculous. So I'm going to try to do it in a timely fashion, as I promise, and uh, and fail on doing every single episode. Uh, but today we're going to mix it up a little bit because I did my interview with Tracy Wilson yesterday, and just some things have changed just from yesterday. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to thank our sponsors first. Then I'm going to bring in, bring Tracy on right after that. And then I'm going to do my usual monologue after the uh, our chat with Tracy. And so don't think that I'm just wrapping it up after. There's a, a lot of really important things. Like I have a whole list of important things I have to cover with you uh, because things are just moving really, really quickly uh, in Canada, oddly. Uh, but anyway, first, I want to thank our sponsors because they're the ones that make this podcast possible. And I can't tell you how much I appreciate their help, especially in times like these. OK, so uh, let's talk about them right now. Vortex, the force of optics. So thanks to our friends over at Vortex Canada for continuing to support the podcast. We really appreciate that. You can check out all their great stuff at VortexCanada.net. That's Vortex canada.net also our great friends over at the saskatchewan rivers chapter of safari club international they do a lot of great work over there and uh, that includes supporting the ccfr and they've been really really great to us uh, if you want to check out all the great work they do you can find them at saskriversci.com that's saskriversci.com and our new sponsors ctoms um, ctoms academy provides life saving training in trauma care and human performance. It's perfect for outdoor enthusiasts, hunters, shooters, anyone wanting to be prepared for emergencies. You can check them out at ctomsinc.com. That's ctomsinc.com. And finally, our great friends over at North Pro Sports in Saskatoon, Saskatchewan. You can find firearms, ammunition, archery, cold weather gear, you name it, you'll find it there. Check them out at northprosports.com. That's northprosports.com. Okay, so like I said, we're going to do things in reverse order, so I'm going to bring on Tracy Wilson right now. All right, on the Skype machine, I have Tracy Wilson from the Canadian Coalition of Firearm Rights. Wilson! <laughs> Wilson! I get two, two for the price of one today. Yeah, it's getting crazy around here. How you doing, Giltaka? I'm okay. I'm good. I'm just, I'm just dragging along. How are you? Oh, you know, just <laughs> every day is a new battle, but here we are. Here we are. All right, let's get started because we got a lot to go through. Uh, the first thing we want to talk about is the Public Safety Committee in the House of Commons, also known as SECU, is convening an emergency meeting to talk about this uh, political interference um, that they're investigating as far as the uh, the Mass Casualty Commission is concerned. Um, apparently, they're going to have Brenda Lucky, the commissioner of the RCMP there, to answer some questions from the committee. And also the always disgraceful um William Sterling Blair, also known as Bill Blair, will be there to answer some questions too. So you can look forward to his usual responses. Uh, but anyway, tell us a little bit about this meeting and what's going to happen. So here we are. It's middle of summer. The House of Commons has risen. All the MPs are gone back to their ridings to do whatever it is they do during the summer. But this special emergency meeting has been called and scheduled for Monday. 
<clears throat> it's from it's a three-hour meeting starting at 11 o'clock eastern it can be watched live on Pearlview, and this is a must-watch event so the allegation is that the pmo's office along with bill blair put pressure on rcmp commissioner brenda lucky to release the identifying information about the firearms used in that horrible tragedy in nova scotia in order to garner support from the public for their sweeping may 2020 gun ban <clears throat> it's also alleged that Brenda Lucky applied pressure on her team, in particular Superintendent Darren Campbell, to go ahead and do this, which of course he refused because it would uh, jeopardize the investigation and it's, it's just not the right thing to do. So this is a huge, big, scandalous mess for the Liberals. Normally their scandals um, are, are related to money problems or money issues. This is the use and abuse of victims' families, the manipula manipulation of the Canadian public, and, of course, the political interference into investigations, which is, is literally appalling. So um, all parties support this emergency meeting. Um, I will be on the road that day myself, so I'll be listening in. But you can follow all our social channels, and we'll be putting out content all day. So in case you can't watch it live, you can catch up on what's going on. Yeah, yeah, that should be interesting. All right, yeah. uh, moving on, we have uh, <laughs> the cancel culture strikes again. You've got all of these uh, crazy leftists on Twitter, and we have some some people that have made it their profession to be on Twitter all day long, apparently. Uh, these anti-gunners and and uh, other zealots, um, and they've decided to uh, go on a full cancel culture campaign uh, <laughs> against Canadian Tire Corporate for a franchisee providing prizes to a local Ladies' Day event in Nova Scotia. Tell us about that. Okay, so this is a huge Twitter mess. It's trending for three days in Canada. And how it started is the CCFR, as you know, is the only national firearms organization with a women's division. So this, the women's program is devoted to hosting, supporting, sponsoring and volunteering at ladies range days all across the country where we give women the opportunity to try the shooting sports where they otherwise probably wouldn't. So we've been sponsoring these events, which, you know, include some prizes, a couple hundred bucks. And of course we try and provide volunteers. We help promote it, get it out there. <clears throat> Our friends at the Woodstock Pistol and Rifle Club in Woodstock, New Brunswick, good friends of the CCFR, you know, they've kind of joined on the bandwagon and they host an annual event every year. It's a huge success. I went out there last year to New Brunswick, attended the event. It was so great, you know, kind of a rural community, but lots of cool ladies came out to try it, women of all ages, and we had a safe, fun, successful event. Now, there was a number of sponsors who supported the event. Like I said, it's an annual event. The local Canadian Tire store, which Canadian Tire is a corporation, but they have individually owned franchises. So the store, the local store to where the range is, you know, put forward a couple prizes, just the same as we do. And basically, we all kind of co-sponsored this uh, event. So we've been doing it for years. Not a big deal. Everybody, everyone normal supports it well somehow a bow tie guy on twitter got a hold of the event poster i guess probably from our social media because we've been promoting it all over the place noticed the canadian tire logo on there and i mean all the stores use the same logo it's not different for each individual store and went ahead and spearheaded a giant campaign on twitter 
to harass the heck out of Canadian Tire, you know, for supporting a women's range day, which I, I mean, I don't really understand because I, I, I shop at Canadian Tire. I do live in urban Ottawa. So I know our store here doesn't necessarily sell guns anymore, but a 20 minute drive down the road and literally every every other Canadian tire across the country has sold guns for 122 years in this country. So it's not overly shocking. They sponsor all kinds of sporting events. This is a, a wonderful event for women in the local community. So, of course, this big tirade on on Twitter starts. We've got people like pulling up the fainting couch, grabbing their clutching their pearls, freaking out over this, that they're supporting it. And, you know, I think uh, those of us involved are just looking at it like, what? What is going on here? I mean, I wish they would get this enraged about the rising gang violence or the shootings happening in Toronto or, you know, the uh, the women being lit on fire at bus stations. I mean, there's a lot of things that we could be outraged about and upset about. But the fact that they donate a couple prizes to a local sporting event, I, I don't really get it. But this is the way the left does it, right? They'll try, if they can't attack you and they can't attack you directly, what they'll do is try and, you know, pile on to these other uh, companies in the hopes that they'll somehow, you know, cave to the pressure and, and denounce you. So Canadian Tire Corporation, of course, you know, responded to some of these tweets and just said uh, Canadian Tire is not sponsoring this event. And that's true. That's the head office, the corporation. It's the individual franchise stores that are individually owned by people in their communities who sponsored these events, right? So, you know, everybody's just losing their minds. I had a woman say, you're literally putting targets on children. And I looked at the the poster for the event. I was like, what is she talking about? And it's a picture of a mother-daughter-grandma combo who'd come out to the event last year. And after they kind of had a little shooting competition they all held up their targets with their scores on them and smiled and we snapped a picture and that's what we used for the poster for this year she's like you're literally have children wearing targets and i don't know man like it's just it's total unhinged behavior but that's how crazy uh, they are they're literally insane these people yeah, yeah like i'm i'm just watching it unfold and i you know i mean it, it was kind of funny at first, but now it's sort of like, I'm, I'm wondering, like, are these people okay? Um, but nevertheless, I will be heading out there to the event August 6th. Huge success, as it always is. Uh, lots of great people come out. So it's it's carrying on regardless of the, uh, the people on Twitter and their insane ideas. And, uh, yeah, looking forward to a fun, safe, successful event in rural New Brunswick. Yeah, and I mean, I think your point was you're dead on. There's like, are you telling me there's nothing going on in Canada at all? Like there's nothing else that would that you should be concerned about that the local Canadian tire someplace in Nova Scotia donated a couple prizes to a ladies range day. Like literally, that's what this is. So, you know, if you want to know why everybody's going crazy, just take a look at the at the 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 crazy Pied Pipers of Twitter on the left, yeah. you know, and, and these people, it, they get, they get really upset when I call them unhinged, but I don't, I don't know. Is that, is that such a, is that such a leap to call them unhinged? <laughs> well, no. And like, here's what it is. It's manufactured rage. These, these people otherwise would be going about their day, doing things that are important to them, taking care of business, doing whatever they do in their average day. And now they're going to spend all day on Twitter instead being completely outraged over something that doesn't impact them 
has nothing to do with them, is actually none of their business. And, you know, to me, it's the incitement of hate. It's political hate. It is. And it's solely because we don't align with them politically. So they've got to, you know, do whatever they can, try and hurt, thrash around and hurt anybody who has anything remotely, no matter how distantly connected to us. And it's just, it's mob mentality and manufactured outrage. That's what it is. Well, and they it's accuse fake. us of doing that, right? So they, yeah. they do it. And I mean, they are the ones that started it all. It's funny because people people are like, oh, you know, you're attacking this person, you're attacking that. I'm like, no, go look at the exchange. It's them saying something against us. And it's me coming in and saying, you know what? What you said is ridiculous. In most cases, it's a complete fabrication. And obviously there's something wrong with you because that's not how you have a, have political discourse in Canada, right? So I'll call them unhinged because they are, you know, I'll call them vile because they'll stand on the graves of people that are, are hurt and injured and killed and stuff in these, in these things that, that the, the solutions that they're presenting would have never done anything to stop it, you know, and stuff like that. I mean, and then they, they're, they, you know, they jump all over us. So ridiculous. I have all that stuff documented. I've done videos about it. If you remember, I did that video about the doctors, like how our relationship with the doctors, the spin doctors for protection from guns started. And it started yeah. with me reaching out to them and them right away calling us racists, <laughs> you know, because I was reaching out. I'm like, wait a minute. I don't think you know exactly what you're talking about. Let's have a conversation. You're a racist. So it's, it's, it's just, anyway, it's just funny. It's It's been so long that I get, I get people coming in midstream might not realize what they're really looking at. And in, in today's hyper, hyper-focused uh, social media world, most people don't care whether they're right or wrong. They just want to chime in. It's a, it's a, it's an interesting phenomenon. I don't think it's leading anywhere good, to be honest. Um, no, and like, hey, if you want to incite a couple hundred people to spend their day doing something, you know, uh, w with their pent up uh, fake outrage, hey, why don't we target that in somewhere productive? Like, let's target the liberal government for their failure to address crime and violence or illicit smuggling. You know, let, let's target that towards supporting organizations that help at-risk youth. I mean, it's just like this is their big deal that they've spent three days focused on is a women's sporting event supported by a local store in a rural community. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, it's, it's pretty wild. It's crazy. Um, it is crazy. It is crazy. These people are nuts. Um, yeah, nuts. <laughs> right. Uh, we'll move on. And so something kind of a, an internal CCFR thing we want to talk about is, uh, we've had to raise the prices in our, uh, on our online store, uh, because of a couple of reasons. I thought we'd just kind of talk about that really quick because I, I think there's a lot of value in, in our members knowing exactly why we do things. So why don't you take a, yeah. a, a shot at that? Yeah, so we've done some really modest increases. I mean, these are not, you know, not in line with the just inflation going on or anything like that. I mean, these are very modest increases, but we've actually never really increased our our uh, prices in the stores all along. Like we've we've kept it pretty pretty equal. Um, of course, we have looked around at some of our, I guess you would call it competitors, or at least similar style online stores, and we're still well below them. So. You know, I, I think it's acceptable, but there's there's a lot going on that that causes an increase in price, right? You've got supply issues, supply chain issues. It costs more to ship stuff around. There just seems to be an increase in every little every little way that you pay for merchandise. So so we did put it up a little bit. Um, our shipping, our standard flat rate shipping is going to stay at fifteen dollars, and I know. If you buy like a $20 hat and then, you know, you go to checkout and there's $15 shipping and you're like, oh, this this is not fair. 
like here's the thing it's not the value of the product that you're buying it's it's the size of the container you have to put it in in order to ship it and where it's going right so a a a, a six inch square box all the way around whether it's got a, a twenty dollar hat in it or you know a hundred dollar piece of art it's it's still shipping to the same place it's still going to cost the same and take the same amount of volume of space so we do have free shipping for orders over 200 and what the advice i always give people is like yeah it's 15 dollars shipping but if you're just buying a hat it might hurt so buy a hoodie a t-shirt and a flag too you're still going to pay only 15 dollars, which is pretty pretty unheard of because it definitely costs us a lot more than that to ship it to you yeah so, so yeah, yeah so that's at, kind of where we're at on that at the end of the day the store is we have two reasons for having a store Number one, we want people to be able to express themselves that they're members of the CCFR, they support the CCFR, they support something really important, like being able to legally own and use firearms. Um, yeah. And so that's great. And at the same time, we're trying to create some revenue. And basic, you know, we do a fair amount of business through the store and we weren't creating a lot of revenue. So it was almost, it was getting close <laughs> to break even, which isn't, which is kind of missing the point a little bit. And you mentioned that we looked around, like if you go to Black Rifle Coffee Company or somebody like that, and you look, their their hoodies are ninety dollars. I oh, guess, yeah. right? So I mean, we put things up a few dollars, yeah. you know. But anyway, I just I think it was important just to communicate with you guys and let you know why we're why we do those things. So, um, and yeah, yeah, and remember that every purchase through the online store, you know, like some people think about, uh, you know, donating money. Should what's better? Should they donate? Should they buy something? I mean, there's a variety of ways you can support the CCFR. But every purchase through the store is also a fundraiser for us, right? So you get to show your pride in the CCFR, you get to support us, and you get a cool product that you can feel proud wearing. So, yeah, it's good. Yeah. Um, and I also wanted to mention, <laughs> and I slash we wanted to mention, don't forget about the uh, the new Ultimate Choice 2022 contest. Um, it's a, it's a great contest, $25,000 in prizes and the prizes are all shopping sprees. So that's happening. And, uh, it's ending, I think August 9th, I believe. Yeah. You've got until August 9th to enter and th it's a, there's a lot of prizes. So, <clears throat> excuse me, we've done some of these big contests before where, you know, you win a $10,000 shopping spree. Well, this contest in particular is massive. You win a 10,000, you can win one $10,000 shopping spree. Uh, second place is a $5,000 shopping spree. So is third place. And then we're giving away five $1,000 shopping sprees. So all kinds of people are going shopping. And I know I lay awake at night wondering, you know, if I had $10,000 to go shopping in my favorite gun store, what would I buy? And those are, those are always good nights because then I have nice dreams. <laughs> so if you're in, 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 into reloading or something, you want that <laughs> that crazy progressive reloading press and or you're, yeah. you're looking for a new gun, you always want one or you want to just stock up on ammunition. Like the, the shopping sprees are a great way to get exactly the prize that you want instead of us putting together prize packs. I think this is what we're trying to say. Uh, so anyway... Uh, help out the CCFR. Yeah, you feed. don't have to wait a whole year to find out if you won. Like, this is a big prize, right? Yeah, yeah. These are huge prizes. Yeah, we're not You're going to know around. August 9th, we're going to find out. Yeah, for sure. Um, so, anyway, if you donate uh, $25 to the CCFR, you'll be you'll get a free entry into the contest uh, where you will um, have a chance at winning all these shopping sprees, which would be awesome. And as Tracy said, uh, and we made mention of it several times, don't wait 
to donate to the CCFR for this because it does close on August the 9th, which is around the corner. So uh, support the CCFR and get a chance to win some awesome shopping sprees. Yeah, enter now, enter often, go to firearmrights.ca and a pop-up comes up and it's got all the information. Just click it. Yeah, easy to sure. find. And we really appreciate the help because we have uh, we have a lot of projects planned this year. And I think in an upcoming uh, podcast, I will let you know some of the stuff that we have planned. Pretty cool. All right. Awesome. All right. Well, thanks for the update and uh, we will see you next time. We will see you then. All right. Thanks, Tracy, for that conversation. I'm back now. Um, I have a whole list of really important things to talk about. And uh, I might have mentioned that that conversation I just had with Tracy was yesterday. So th some things have changed even from yesterday. But the reason why I'm doing the podcast on two different days uh, relates to the first housekeeping item that I have for you, which is um, I had to record uh, and have to submit our uh, television show episode for July. So as you may know, we have a uh, television show on wild tv called ccfr radio on the air instead of doing a show every week i'm doing a show once a month to keep people updated and i had to submit that and i'm submitting the show today and it won't air for about a week in the show i talked about our contest um, donating 25 dollars to the ccfr getting a free entry into the contest all that stuff the ultimate choice 2022 and i'm like well by the time this airs there'll be like a i don't know a six day window for anyone that sees that to be able to participate in the show. And I was like, okay, well, that doesn't, that doesn't work. I want our television audience to have an opportunity to donate and participate in the contest too, because we're trying to raise money, obviously. So we've extended the deadline two weeks. So instead of August the 9th, it's August the 23rd, just so you know, and now you know why we did it. Cause we want them to be able to uh, participate in it as well. Cause not everybody watches this stuff online. Uh, so there's that. Next thing. So as you know, the CCFR is uh, is a participant withstanding in the Mass Casualty Commission uh, for the uh, mass shooting in Nova Scotia back in 2020. And as you know, there was some political interference, alleged political interference by Brenda Lucky, Bill Blair, and the prime minister's office run by a guy you might know uh, named Justin Trudeau. And uh, so this alleged political interference um is being investigated by the Public Safety Committee on SECU. And as you know, uh, as Tracy said, on July the 25th, that's this Monday, um, Lucky and Blair will be appearing there. But at the same time this Monday, at the Mass Casualty Commission, uh, Superintendent Darren Campbell will be testifying as a witness, and I think Chris Leather as well from the RCMP. So you, those, I think they're happening actually at the same, like literal same time. So we're going to be capturing both of those events, and we're going to be... Um, editing down some highlight reels so that you just see the video that you need and you don't have to watch the whole thing yourself. Okay, so we're hoping to have that done the same day, if not the next day. And you'll also maybe see a uh, a story about that on firearmrights.ca. So you can, if you can watch both at the same time, you can do that. If not, uh, you can check out one or the other. And then the one that you miss, you can catch up with, uh, with the CCFR. So anyway, I would just want to say thank you to Superintendent Darren Campbell for stepping forward and risking his entire career and his life and his reputation to stand up against just this toxic, sick um, corruption, this interference, this this display of of horrific priorities, right by by government and bureaucracies, by institutions. It's terrible. So we need more people like Darren Campbell, um, and unfortunately. You know, most people don't do these things because they're like, well, I'm not going to wreck my life because these people are corrupt. It's really difficult. So when people do it, 
you know, they have to be commended and they have to be thanked. So for me to you, uh, Superintendent Darren Campbell, thank you. And to everyone else that was part of that whistleblowing as well. It takes a lot of guts. Let me just mention this before I move on. Sorry for, for digressing, but you know, it takes a lot of guts, especially if you're a, a person who's aware of what goes on and aware of what this government and the people that are running it and Canada's bureaucracies, what they're capable of. They're capable of some horrific, horrific behavior, like destructive, toxic behavior. If you think of the case of Mark Norman, Admiral Mark Norman, like they charged him with criminal offenses. They tried to put that guy in jail for blowing the whistle is my understanding. But we'll never know because the government paid him millions and millions of dollars never to just not mention anymore. But he exposed the corruption and good on him for taking the money. But it's like the, these people will literally put you in jail using the system that you pay for, for justice and to keep you safe. They'll turn it on you if you expose what they're doing. Like that, it's, I don't think it's ever been worse in Canadian history, you know, anyway. So it takes a lot of guts and we really appreciate it. All right, on to the next thing. There's been an update on propertyjustice.ca. So there's some new info there and there's a revised court schedule. So if you go to propertyjustice.ca, you'll find a new court schedule with the updated information uh, as best we can because we don't get hard dates from the court most times. And there's also some new documentation. Most importantly, there's the transcript of the cross-examination of Wendy Sukir, the president of the Coalition for Gun Control. And it's that's been floating around for about a week and a half because it happened after I did the last podcast. But you can check that out now. It's up there. And uh, you can get a little window into the mind of someone like Wendy Sukir and how she views the world. It's, it can be terrifying, I think, but uh, but you can check that out at uh, on your own time and it's posted there at propertyjustice.ca. Okay, uh, I also wanted to let you know that restricted transfers are still going through. So if you want to transfer a handgun, you can still do it, but you're doing it at your own peril. Things can change at any given time with that, as you well know. We talked about that in other podcasts. Um, so <clears throat> you can still do it. If you're somebody like me that's <laughs> that's been procrastinating, I want to transfer a couple of handguns. Um, I got to get on it and I got to do it. So anyway, I'm going to do it again at my own peril. Uh, the transfers may or may not go through. You just, you can't put anything past this government. They, they're, they're like a wounded animal, right? So, um, but anyway, if you're waiting to do that, don't wait, transfer them now. Cause you might not ever get a chance to transfer a, uh, a handgun for the rest of your life. Um, once the liberals are, are done with us. <clears throat> All right. Next thing. <laughs> Just, just since yesterday, because I had the conversation with Tracy that you just watched yesterday, just from yesterday, there's new developments, right? So as you, uh, as you know, um, there was this whole uh, cancel, cancel mob that formed because the left love to cancel people. And to be fair, we do it sometimes too, but we do it when there's a real uh, legitimate reason to do it. We don't just do it because like, why are you associate? Why are you two people associating? You shouldn't because I hate this person. Like we don't do it for those reasons. We do it because we're trying to save our property and save a, a precedent of the government taking property away from people for no good reason. We do it for, for things like that. We do it for, for doctors that are literally, demonstrably, provably lying about data and leveraging their credentials to gaslight people, to have them believe just because that person's wearing a white coat and they're a medical person. Like the, these things are objectionable, right? And that's when we will exercise cancel culture because there's a reason, there's a good solid reason for it. When it comes to, to these guys, it's like, you shouldn't be associating, we're gonna go all in. So anyway, um, as you know, one of the 
one of the, a full-time Twitter troll, like, and when I say full-time, I'm talking eight hours a day, Twitter troll decides, okay, well, I'm going to, you know, sick my, my mob on Canadian Tire for something they never even did. Canadian Tire Corporate doesn't sponsor local events, right? They never did. It was a local franchise owner that, you know, it, we explained it with Tracy, right? But that surprised, that supplied a couple of prizes to their local range because they were having a ladies day. Like this is the extent of this tragic moment in Canadian history as far as these people are concerned. So of course, when this professional Twitter Twitter troll sparks up the mob, I mean, what better thing for doctors to do other than join in, right? <laughs> the discerning, intelligent, you know, pragmatic doctors are like, yeah, let's throw our hat in the ring there too. We just, we'll all pile on, on Canadian tire for absolutely basically nothing, right? So anyway, check out this tweet. So Canadian tire basically responds the way they should. Like, yeah, we didn't sponsor the event. Like, that's it. And it's smart, good on Canadian Tire for doing that because that's all that's, yeah, it's not our event. So they say, right there, you can see it. Canadian Tire is not a sponsor of this event. And so the doctors are like, oh my God, let's let's run a victory lap. Thank you, Canadian Tire, for clarifying this. CCFR's NRA-style rhetoric and tactics have no place in Canada, no place in the country for the conversation as we as we have it. For, you know, for the CCFR, you guys know the CCFR, you're watching the podcast all the time. You know how we talk anyway. And we certainly don't lie like they do constantly. So anyway, um, perhaps Canadian Tire Corp would consider collaborating on an evidence-based consumer education initiative to help prevent gun injury and death. What do doctors know about gun safety other than how to ban guns? Anyway, it's just, it's so ridiculous, right? The, the lack of self-awareness is just stunning. Um, anyway, but that wasn't it. Then the docs go away and they're like, hmm, wait a second. Maybe we can get money from Canadian Tire. Like they got money from the American corporation, Airbnb, right? Airbnb had problems with gangsters renting their properties and people being killed. And in, in you know, uh, as far as uh, uh, trying to balance the scales, they give money to the spin docs for, for, uh, for protection from guns, Right. So it's funny because they always accuse you of what they're doing. We've never taken any money from any American interest groups or the NRA or anything like never, not even, I've never even had a conversation with the NRA. I've gone to SHOT Show and walked past the NRA booth and never even stopped by to say, hey, by the way, just want to introduce myself. I'm Rod. We're the largest and most sophisticated gun lobby group that Canada's ever had. I just thought I'd introduce myself since we share a border and share, you know, some, some idea that firearm ownership can be a benefit to society. Never even did that because there's no utility in it for us or for the members of the CCFR or Canadians in general. Not even that the NRA is a pariah. We just, we just, there's no, there's no need for it. Right. But anyway, so they accuse us of being an NRA, this NRA, that, and there's no overlap at all. But yet here they are taking $300,000 by uh, Airbnb's commitment, 300 grand from an American um, corporation to ban guns in Canada. Interesting. So anyway, here's what they come up with. They thought about it a while and they said, rather than aligning with discredited gun lobby groups, <laughs> discredited, um, hey, Canadian Tire should consider partnering with health and safety advocates to provide evidence-based consumer education on firearms and preventing death and injury, injury and death. You know, isn't that funny? It's like, why don't you come and give us a little bit of that Airbnb money too, and maybe we'll call off the mob, right? Maybe we'll call off our dogs and you can redeem yourself 
from, from having sullied yourself with licensed gun owners. It's, it's just kind of interesting. And I might be reading a little bit too much into that message. But yeah, that's what it looks like to me. I don't know. I guess they can, if they're, if the spin docs for protection from guns are concerned about the way that looks, then they can issue a correction, but kind of interesting to me. Anyway, um, <laughs> you know, it's funny because there's so much back and forth on this issue. It's like, I talked to Wilson yesterday. I'm like, let's just disengage because it's, it's like, it's like arguing with an 11 year old. They think they want it. They're taking it. Canadian Tire comes back, says, uh, we didn't sponsor the event. And they're taking a victory lap. Oh, thank you for clarifying, you know. Anyway, it's like a, it's like dealing with 11-year-olds. But uh, nonetheless, next uh, on the agenda here. Now, you may have been noticing, if you've been keeping an eye on the news, that Justin Trudeau on the government jet, the <laughs> CO2 barfing government jet with his whole government entourage and a security team and everybody and other ministers as well, have been flying around the country. You know, like things are collapsing. The medical system's collapsing. There's all kinds of inflation through the roof. People can't afford food. But you know what? He's flying around the country. He's riding on trains. He's waving at the people. He's digging in the sand with kids. He's trying to build uh, business alliances. He's spreading money around. Lots of funny announcements. Look at all the money we're giving you. You know, it really looks like they're campaigning on the taxpayer's dime for an upcoming election, doesn't it? Now, I will I will tell you this because I no matter how I feel politically, I have to be honest because I can't accuse other people of being dishonest and be dishonest myself. All the political parties that are empowered in any given time, they all do this. They all fly around on government resources to do campaigning before elections or even during their uh, their administration, right? To improve their their uh, their approval rating, I guess you could call it if I use an American term, right? So they all do it, and I think it's disgusting that they do it, but they do. Um, but the liberals do it really, really well. They spend a lot of money and they produce a lot of CO2 flying around so that they can stay in power. But it starts looking like they are going to call a snap election. So if that happens, the CCFR needs to be ready. We need to be ready to roll out a an election campaign three times bigger than we did last time. This is an election of our lifetime. And as if you're a gun owner, it's like this is life and death for you to get these people out of power. So we want to be ready. We want to roll out a campaign way bigger and, and we can organize it better than we did last time too, because we've done it now once. We know how to do it. So that's one of the reasons why we came out with this contest, because we have to be ready. And you have to be ready as an individual, because the only time your voice counts in any real way, other than you know educating people or winning people over or whatever, you can do that all year long or all all election cycle long, but where it really counts is during that election cycle, which is only around 50 days plus or minus. You got to be ready to volunteer to like put a lot of the stuff in your life on hold and go talk to people and convince them like, hey, if you want a future for your children, you want them to ever own a house or have a job, you got to get these liberals out of power and get someone in that's that's going to be responsible and that can actually run a G7 country. Okay. That's really important. So you got to volunteer for these candidates that you want to become MPs. You have to give to political parties, give to the CCFR if you want us to be able to swing the big stick that we've been swinging for so you know for so long, and for us to be prepared. That's those are the things that you can do to change your situation. Anyway, I just wanted to let you know that um, because it's a possibility. Again, I would be shocked if they called an election, but who knows what these? They're like a wounded animal, right? They're very unpredictable, as you've seen. Okay. Anyway. That's that. That's uh, everything <laughs> in the last two weeks. That's all that's been going on. Uh, not much, right? Uh, but anyway, as I said, we've extended the deadline of the um, of the uh, ultimate 
Choice 2022 contest from August 9th to August 23rd. If you want to donate to the CCFR, I'd greatly appreciate it. And thank you so much for everyone that's donated. Like, I can't tell you how appreciative I am of your support and how, how that allows me and everyone else of the CCFR to do these projects and to and to advocate on your behalf because without you, we can't do it. So anyway, thank you so much for supporting that. If you want to do that, you can go to firearmrights.ca, click on the pop-up that comes up for Ultimate Choice, donate $25, and you'll get a free entry into the contest. No limit on how many $25 multiples uh, that you want to donate. You'll always get your, uh, your free entry. All right, thanks so much. Share this podcast. Thanks for watching, and we'll see you next time. This is another episode of the CCFR Radio Podcast. Remember, if you don't stand up for your own ability to own and use firearms, who will? Join the CCFR or donate right now at www.firearmrights.ca.